Good morning. I'm Dan Noon from GT Goldfields uh, on the uh, TSX trades as GTWO.V and on the, um, in the States it trades as GYGF. Uh, we're drilling off the uh, high grade OCO Discovery in Guyana. Uh, we're currently drilling with two rigs up until Christmas and we'll continue drilling into the new year. Uh, we have a plan to get an initial resource calculation out in the first quarter of 2022. Fantastic, Dan. Lovely to see you. I saw you um, towards the end of September, um, but I thought we wanted to catch you for the end of the year, okay? Because you've, you've had some fantastic drill results, seen some more drill results coming out um, recently. But we want to kind of dig into, if, if you don't mind, a little bit to to what end? Because if, if people, if we look at the press release you put out, you put a map of the um, area that you are uh, drilling into, sort of just slightly over 900 uh, meter strike length. Um, to what end? was the recent drilling done? You got five zones, but what, what were you trying to get out of the most recent drill? Okay, this last round of drilling was um, to basically after the last round, we said, okay, in zone three, we had enough uh, intersections to join the dots and to be able to get that to a resource calculation. But zones four and five, we still had huge gaps up to 80 to 150 metres between high grade intercepts. So we said, okay, we need to fill that in so that we can drill enough drilling in four and five to get it to resource uh, stage by Christmas, but also we wanted to step down plunge on zone three and north on four and five to keep expanding the deposits. So we think we've got there uh, by Christmas. Okay, so because if I if I look at a, a, the image that you put on the press release, it looks it looks like a pin cushion. There's been a lot of, lot of drilling. You've got what? How many holes now? Over a hundred holes um, in there. Hundred and four, yeah. Hundred and four holes. You you want to put out a resource to what end? What are you, what are you trying to? Are you trying to signal to the market? Are you trying to signal to your neighbours? I mean, who, who are you trying to impress with a with a resource now? Why not just keep drilling? Well, we'd like to just keep drilling and never have to put out a resource till we're off it. Unfortunately, the market uh, wants to know what is the potential size of the deposit and what do you already have. So we won't don't want to put out anything too small. By the same token, we want to put out something which shows the potential size, particularly shows the grade. And when we put it out in the first quarter, it'll be like, okay, here it is. It's still open and we'll give you another one in six months time because that's basically, we'll keep expanding it. Okay, I mean, sorry, and I'm kind of skipping over the, I haven't given you a chance to actually talk about some of the grades that you are you are seeing in the intervals as well. Maybe just remind us of the, you know, what, you're, what you're consistently seeing here. We're consistently seeing intervals between, you know, two metres to up to eight metres, which are greater than 10 grams a tonne. So what we have is high grade veins in the core of our shear zones. And we've had of 550 vein intercepts, the average grade is 15 grams. But that within the shear, that'll be diluted down. But so we, how tight we keep it will determine how, what the grade we get and how much low grade we pull in will determine how, how low it gets. We're trying to keep it as high as possible. And, but basically it has to be coherent. So that, that will come out in the resource calculation. And, uh, but we're very confident that the grade will remain uh, high grade, and that's that's what we're targeting here. Okay, and look, if we, we talked about your track record in our, in our first interview, right? But what, what you, the model you guys like to employ here, okay, which is you don't necessarily want to move it all the way down the the, the study um, process. Um, you want to demonstrate you've got something good, you've got something strong. The grades stack up, um, and you know, hopefully, someone steps in early. To uh, to take over the project, it means that. Just remind me, is that is that still the plan here? That is correct, Matthew. Basically, our attitude is we need to define a mineable resource here, but basically we don't need to basically take it through to a feasibility study. 
we'd like to think that a, a one mine mining company is a long gap in between discovery and releasing the value. So somewhere along the line, we'd like to think that we would uh, sell it to another party who could take it to production. Right, okay. So in which case, I want to I keep coming back to this image because I thought it really beautifully demonstrated what it is that you've got, that you're working on. You've also been buying up um, uh, additional properties. I know I know that. So it's a much bigger land package than this. But just, just again, the mentality of why have you gone after this? I mean, I probably unfairly describe it as a pincushion, but you really have drilled into um, this section. Why is that? What's the picture you're trying to paint for someone else to step in? Well, we have a uh, large land package which, which runs over 17 kilometres from the old Aramu mine down to the Oko deposit, which we're drilling now. We've picked up a uh, package of land of 7,000 acres at the inflection point there where it comes through and moving northeast because basically we're sitting at a triple point junction between two large batholiths and that is the focus of the mineralisation here. So we have put together the land package for whoever wants to come in and uh, build the Oko mine will want to own the whole district. We, we see in these greenstone belts that they're never just one deposit that they're generally just a string of pearls. Within 15 kilometres of one mine, you can truck everything to the one deposit. So we think we'll find another three or four at least, similar to Oco Main. But we've been focusing on Oco Main, one, to basically build a uh, package that looks like it can be a mine, for sure. But number two, also, as we drill that and we do the detailed geology, it informs us about the patterns we will see around the district and we're starting to see those all the way up to Aramu, and we're starting to see them to the northeast, which was one of the drivers to pick up that land to the northeast. We feel we've got a great understanding of not just the geology, but what the controls on the mineralisation within that geology are. Okay, and can, let me ask then: if you're going to if you're going to find these sort of string string of pearls, as it were, how much more do you need to do on this to be able to then park it up and say, look, that stands alone as a mine if someone wants to do that now? But we will go and raise some more money and we'll start drilling off and find the, the next OCO and the next OCO and, and so forth. Where, where does it stop? How do you finance that? How long do you actually want to do that for? That's a good question. And when we discuss that uh, almost daily here, so we think down to 400 metres to start with is probably as far as we'll go on the OCO main. Uh, one, because all of a sudden you're getting into a longer lead time on mining. Two, it's expensive. Um, and also we think the next big lift here will come uh, on the finding the next pearl on the string. To that end, we, in, when we get back in January, one of the rigs will start drilling at our Oco Northwest, which is only about three and a half kilometres to the northwest of our main zone. Um, over the last year, uh, the local artisanal miners have opened up a huge track there, a kilometre long, uh, where we now can see the geology and we've been mapping it and we're starting to see these uh, east plunging shoots all through there. So that's exciting for us and that's the next, what we think will be our next lift. And then also back at the Aramu, um, up at Jubilee and Shepherd, which has seen a bit of activity this year as well. Uh, there's an open pit on the uh, Shepherd mine now, which runs about 120 metres long. And the grades we've sampled out of there go anywhere up to 120 grams a tonne. So basically we, we see these other deposits. Uh, we want to go and drill them. And like I said, we'll probably take the Oco main down to 400 and put a ring around that and say that's, what you can get to in the first probably 10 years or, or maybe less, maybe less than that, but basically that's far enough. Okay, so basically you leave something on the table for other people, right? So you're, you're, you're open in all directions and at depth, right? 
That's correct. Right. So most big companies say to you, well, how, how deep have you drilled? Well, we've drilled, drilled down to what? 400 meters. We're happy with that. If you find more, that's, that's great. We, you think, again, cause I, I, I hark back to experience and, you know, if they model, if it worked before, can it work again? It's like, so when you move to the next target, do you just say, well, look, let, let's get the, the bulk of the, the juice from, from this, uh, target and do this, do the same here because in terms of time spent, money spent, um, and, you know, and quite frankly, how long we want to hang around for, that's the best use of money. So what, what's the data that's telling you that is the best way to go? I know you're saying it, but what, what backs that up? We look at it as, as business owners uh, in the sense of how much money you make and what the value of these assets are to a company that wants a mine that can make money. Uh, the other thing is when you have a series of deposits, you can start to crank up the ounces per year as well. I mean, if you keep going down the same deposit, it's harder to you know, get quantum leaps in the amount of ounces you can get out of it. So if you're trying to find something which can f produce you know, 500,000 ounces a year, which would be great, that'd be tier one. This expression is very similar to the Yoko main zone. And so that's our next challenge. Okay. And um, so, so if I look at what you're trying to do here, um, Yes, you need to impress the market because you're going to need to raise some capital to actually go and often often do this trolling. But the end game is you're starting to show a bit of angle to you know potential suitors. There's clearly a lot of people around you. There's a there's some obvious target uh, groups that will be looking at you. Um, have you had or advanced any conversations along that ilk, or do you need to wait for this resource to come out for you know? Because so many so many CEOs come on and say like the resources for the market, the drilling is for potential suitors, right? So you put out the number, they, they can see what's happening there. Are any conversations happening? We always talk to the, uh, to the, the certainly the majors and the uh, people around us, but we haven't had any discussions about uh, buyouts or takeovers or mergers yet. But I mean, we like to keep our neighbors informed and we like to know what they're up to as well. So, but that's where we are at the moment. I think once the resource comes out, uh, people will be, can put a number around what they feel the value is Okay, um, and with the recent um, properties that you um, have picked picked up, uh, why did you feel the need to pick up more land packages? I mean, you you, got, you had a lot already. Is that best use of money? It, it is an investment, and they're not huge amounts of money that we pay on on the option agreements. But what we are doing is we are in a mineralized belt, and it's quite large. Uh, at the end of the day, it's best that we put the package together and then have it all under one roof rather than trying to deal with it later. Uh, in Guyana, most of these lands are held by mid-scale miners. And so it's not like we just walk up one day and make an offer. I mean, this stuff goes on for uh, months, if not years, uh, and they're quite sophisticated. So, you know, it, it's not something which just happens overnight. And so when you get there, it, you do the deal. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Okay, timing's everything. Um, just on um, the, the the drilling, have you, have you guys, or when are you going to put some guidance about uh, how much drilling you're going to be doing uh, Q1, Q2, and you know what budget you're allocating to that, and will you need to raise additional capital? I would say in the uh, first weeks of January, we'll we will know uh, one what we need to drill at um, Oco to either infill so that we can get a, a tight resource, but also the, the holes that we need to keep drilling down to take it down to 400 meters, uh, and then the exploration will be able to put that out as well. So that's once we have all these results back from the current round of drilling. We will then sit down and, and put out a plan for next year. And I would say similar with the money. Uh, basically, we know that we have to raise money. Um, we never run out of money. We've got uh, you know deep pockets from the insiders and a, a small group around us. 
but uh, by the same token, we don't waste money either. And so we're not going to go and raise a huge amount of money and dilute ourselves. Uh, we will keep it tight uh, if the market incrementally uh, exploring. And like I say, we'll raise money at the appropriate time. Okay. And with regards to um, the drills, you've got two drills going. Do you see that to be the case for 2022 or do you expect to you know, raise the tempo slightly and add a third drill? I would say to, to start, we'll start with two. And if the market remains as it currently is, I would say we'll continue with two. If we start to get a, uh, a bit in the gold market and especially down in the juniors, now that we've seen Golden Bear get taken, well, hopefully uh, we may be able to increase the number of rigs that we have because we don't have a shortage of drill targets. So that just comes down to managing uh, what we can get out of our drilling and um, you know, and versus dilution. Okay, so you have some analysts trot down recently. Um, what were they keen to see? I guess visible gold, that's always exciting. Um, but what what were the questions they were asking you and um, what seemed to be concerning them most? Well, I think the one thing that uh, impressed them the most was the flyover of the district to, to see the scale of the uh, artisanal mining, the historic mining in the area. And then, so when we got to, to site to see, uh, to go through the model, and then to get down to the core and see that you actually put your finger on, on all these things that we talk about in our press releases and to constantly see that you come out of the andesites and through a high stray zone and bang, you've got the quartz vein, visible gold, and you can walk through that every section that we have down there. So for them, that the model really worked and it was consistent. And then, yeah, like I said, the scale, one of their comments was you're just scratching the surface and it's like, I'll to a degree, you're right, but we actually now do understand the system and, and they walked away with that image, definitely. You're scratching the surface down to 400 metres. Uh, <laughs> you're working a bit harder than scratching the surface, I suspect. Um, okay, so so that kind of that kind of lays up next year. And as, as, so that, that was the kind of key, key focus is to see you continuing to uh, drill. So the idea is put our resource Q1, but then what, upgrade the resource or to ex expand the resource? Uh, don't worry about um, doing any any kind of studies yet. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, we'd like to uh, we'll, we'll expand the resource down plunge to a certain depth. Now, the good thing is that the, uh, the plunge to the northeast of the envelope of the mineralization is fairly shallow. It goes about 20 degrees. So there's a fair bit of room down there. Um, before you get to 400 metres depth. I mean, how long it goes, we'll never know. I don't think it'll go for until you run out of ore as opposed to mineralisation. Um, so that, that'll be the focus. Okay. And obviously, if you just get, if you continue to um, put out, you know, resource up, updates, that's great. It's a great model. We've seen a, someone benefit from uh, that recently with, 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 with a lot of M&A in the market. Okay. So I think, I think that, that's great as well. But Industry will be able to put a kind of value on the answers in the ground as, as a result of that. The market, not so much. So you're going to have to help them a little bit and do a bit of peer analysis, I suspect, for, for the market to actually understand the, not just the scale of the opportunity, but in terms of how valuable this thing could become. You know, because I, because there's a danger that you just put out like high grade, uh, answers on your headlines and that is the thing that values you. But, are you going to be able to help us get a little bit more sophisticated than that? Definitely. I mean, we, like I say, we have a lot more target, so we'll, we'll definitely be uh, attempting to put a size potential out on the other areas, like I talk Northwest Oco up at the Aramu District, as well as basically increasing the, uh, the, the, the tons and grade at the Oco Main. 
So I think it'll be a two-pronged attack. Um, like you say, it, it is to show a bit of ankle and to show the potential buyers, the potential scale they're buying, and from any size of buyer, I would say. So it's any any scale of minor, you know, from mid-tier through to uh, major, you should look at this and say, hopefully next year, that's something that I'd like to have in my pipeline. Done. Keep at it. Fantastic drill results. Um, you're really clear about what you're what you're doing, how you're going about it. Um, good good for money. I'd love to hear f- from you in Q1 at some point and see if uh, when this resource comes out, because um, that'll be a real statement of intent for sure. Um, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew.